This episode is brought to you by The Route. Have you heard about The Route Beauty? It's a clean, medical-grade skincare brand founded by a nurse and her best friend. Both are beauty industry experts and working moms in their 50s who wanted to address all the reason the skin ages in as few products as possible. All formulas are designed to work in harmony with your skin's circadian rhythm and are backed by science, road-tested by experts, and proven to work. The route works its magic by using award-winning, clinically proven ingredients that deliver transformative results. I love the entire line, but their Instagram famous party peel is one of my favorites. It's an invisible oxygenating peel, meaning it won't actually make you peel, that bubbles on contact so you can literally watch the ingredients work their magic to give you smooth, glowing, party-ready skin, and it's gold. Speaking of gold, the golden rule is also a game changer. It's a next generation retinoid gentle enough to be used every day. Retinoids are one of the best ways to teach your skin how to act young again, but they can make your skin super sensitive. In fact, some people can't tolerate them at all. That's why the golden rule is the perfect solution. And we love it. I could go on, but why don't you check out the line and let us know what you think? They are offering 25% off just for our amazing listeners. So head on over to the routebeauty.com and enter courageous 25 at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Welcome to courageous wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French, and this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a really great um, and interesting episode coming up for you today with Lola Priego, who is the founder of Get Base, Base, but Get Base on the internet. And um, we'll go more into her in just a little bit, but we're going to do our usual weekly update before we get into the episode. So, Miss Erica, how are you doing? What's going on? all of that. (laughs) What is going on? I know there's a piece of content we want to discuss. We both watch the Gilded Age and have very different opinions. So um, let's talk about that. We also both tried um, our good friend, our good wellness friend who is coming back on the podcast next month, um, Amrit Sadna Boyd, um, her beauty nectar, which is really delicious. Oh my goodness. It's like so luxurious. It's so luxurious. It's so good for you. She is now 
she was on our podcast, um, two gosh, years in, ago in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, after we met her, we met her at Expo West and, um, she, she has evolved. She's still, she, that's such a great episode that I'll link in our show notes and you should definitely listen to. She talks all about, um, working as with people with anxiety and as an anxiety coach, which she still does, but she's really transitioned into becoming an herbalist. She's Mm -hmm. the untamed herbalist now on Instagram and her gosh, her expertise that she has put into this beauty nectar and blend is so amazing. And it's so good for you. And she really made it. So it's, it's good for everyone, right? Like she really wanted to make something, I feel like universally accessible, regardless of your you know, needs or choices. It's not harmful. It's just good for you. Goodness. And, um, she'll explain it more when she's on our show next month, but, um, check out the untamed herbalist and check out her beauty nectar. Yeah. And it tastes sort of like, just to give people a sort of a base point for it, it has, because it has like some really lovely, um, uh, spices in it, like cardamom, it kind of evokes almost like, um, a chai, that warming style beverage with some really, 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 um, like subtle, but flavorful, um, spices, which I love. That's my favorite part of it. So, um, and it's like, it's like purplish pink. It's beautiful. beautiful. Hence the name Um, beauty nectar and it'll make you you glow a little bit. So anyway, yeah, we, we definitely recommend can't recommend it enough. Tried that this week. It's now a part of my um, latte routine mixture. I've had it a couple of times this week. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the Gilded Age quickly before we get into the episode. So I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I also, I think a few months ago or recently on the podcast, I talked about how I got into historical fiction of this time period, um, of the Gilded Age. And I started with, I think it was called American Heiress, which was about, you know, during this time, like these really wealthy American families basically like married off their children to like Dukes in Europe. And that was really interesting. And then I read, I think it was called social graces and it's basically this show. Like I watch it. I mean, it's totally different, but it's, (laughs) it's, it's it's the show, but it's totally different. No, but it was about, um, the Vanderbilts and the Astors Mm -hmm. and how difficult it was for the Vanderbilts to break into this old money society in New York city. And they built this palace, you know, on the upper East side. And so there are so many similarities to that book that I almost feel like I'm watching the book I just read on Mm -hmm. TV and I liked it and I liked the actors and I liked it, but I know Ali, you did not feel maybe the same way. I always feel like I'm the naysayer of shows, but that's not true. I was actually excited to watch it because there are so many theater actors. I'm like, Oh, my people, um, in the show, a ton who I am big fans of their work for years and years and years. So I was like really excited. And uh, to be honest, I don't know if we were just like in the wrong mindset, but we tried to watch it the other night in my house and got through half of the episode and had to turn it off. I just couldn't connect. And actually the cast is fabulous. It's nothing about that. It was just like, I didn't care. And it's weird. Cause I actually find that period of time sort of fascinating, um, with like the robber barons and all what was going on with like the industrial age. And, you know, it's just an interesting part of history, but I just couldn't get into the show. Maybe I should give it a second chance. Give it, give it a second chance. I just thought it was bad. 
And my partner, he was like, turn this off. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) I, I would give it a second chance. And I'm excited to see where this season goes. And yeah, it's like American Downton Abbey, basically. Yeah. Which, no. And I like Downton yeah. Abbey too, but, and I listen, and I know Kelly Julian- O'Hara is in it. Who is like my favorite singer. She's so like, she's just gorgeous and everything she does. And I didn't even get to the part that she came into it. Like I, d- I turned it off before. So, that, so I give it another chance. You know, I think, I think you should give it another chance. Okay. So I'll give, give it one more update. shot. I'll yeah. give it one more shot. And if you've watched it, um, you can slide into our DMS and we can talk about it, but I'm enjoying it and I'm going to watch it and I, I need more new content. So I'm just excited to have more new content. I mean, I'm clearly in this world, right? I think last week I talked about pride and prejudice 2005. I mean, I'm just so, I'm so into this escapism world. Um, And last, before we get into the episode, I also want to mention we have a brand new sponsor um, for that starts with today's episode, The Route, which you just heard, I think, um, before this intro. And we are huge, huge fans. We've been actually the last in-person event before the world shut down in January of 2020 was an event we went to for The Route when they launched. And we've been fans of them ever since. And the products are really, really great. My favorite is, um, I mean, I love the party peel. I love, I love their products, but I'm really enjoying their, um, eye cream Mm. for the daytime eye cream, which has like a tint to it that works really well with my skin and like blends in really well. Um, and I'm noticing such a difference and I just love it. And it's so luxurious and the bottles are so beautiful on my countertop. So definitely check out the route. If you're interested in some new skincare products, I know they have such a big emphasis too on anti-aging, but also aging gracefully, which I think is really cool. And yeah, I love it. I, yeah, they're really, they're really effective. I've started using them as well. And, um, yeah, I'm seeing a difference to be honest. And, yeah. um, and so, yeah. And they've given us such a great code. You can save 25% with code courageous 25. So yeah. definitely give it a check out. And the party peel is just really fun. It turns your skin gold and, um, and it just- doesn't actually cause peeling, but it's like, it's really, it is really fun. It's almost like a little, event in your, in your mirror. And it was, I think created for, for that purpose of like something you can do before going out or before an event to just really, um, give your skin that great glow. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into the episode. Yes, let's Um, do it. We're so, so excited to, um, to have you guys learn and be introduced to base. This is such a great episode and, um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay. So today on the podcast, we have a conversation with Lola Priego, the founder of base with base at home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or a saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. Whether you know which test you want to get started with, or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. The results are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. Today, Lola shares her own personal journey to this work. 
Bringing her experience from the tech world and Silicon Valley to BASE, Lola actually quit medical school to pursue a career in engineering, and she created BASE to open up the world of science and data by making it more human and more accessible. With BASE, you can really advocate for your own health in the most accessible way. We both have had the opportunity to try BASE, which we discuss in this episode, and we really can't recommend it enough as a resource to learn about your own body and advocate for your own health. The price point is also really affordable for this type of testing. And we are so excited to be able to offer our listeners a discount to try BASE. Courageous Wellness listeners can save 20% with code CWPODCAST at checkout. So to get started and take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan, visit get-base.com slash CW podcast, and you can find that direct link in our show notes. Enjoy the episode and let us know what you think by tagging us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love, and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world, and Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How is that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health, a key player in your mental health. And cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also, Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. 
Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Hi, guys. Before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XOCourageous. We have been big fans of the company for years, and the Sakara Life Organic Meal Delivery Program is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XOCourageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do. Now on to the episode. Thank you, Lola, for joining us today. We are really happy to have you and to get to know a little bit about you. Um, so just to start out, can you share with our listeners a little bit about your personal background and journey and then how that uh, has led you to the work you currently do? Definitely. Um, it's, uh, it's not a conventional path. I'll say that. Um, and before I get started, thank you for having me. Excited to share my journey with uh, with Courageous Wellness audience. So um, I guess that it all started, you know, when I went to school, I went to med school and, then, you know, I looked at the career path of a doctor and that seemed so, such a like long journey and, you know, it's a lot of dedication Um and, you know, at the time I always, you know, wanted to like change the world and do things at scale. So whether I was super interested in the journey as a, you know, as a surgeon at the time, that's what I wanted to, to become. I transitioned to engineering and from there, I went to the U.S. to work for big tech to finish a master's in machine learning uh, in AI, artificial intelligence, and then went to work for Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, and actually it turned out that when I was growing my career as a software engineer, I experienced chronic fatigue, chronic brain fog. So 3 p.m., you cannot power through your workday. You are mainly, uh, you're just trying to browse, like do tasks, and it's just impossible to power through. Or you finish work and you don't feel like doing anything, hanging out, um, going to the gym, or, you know, like you have to take care of your kids and you've end up the day to totally exhausted. So in my case, I was 27 years old at the time and uh, I, I couldn't, you know, understand why I was so tired. So you go to Dr. Google and you find so, you know, so much generic advice, conflicting advice. Um, you have to sleep eight hours a day. You have to eat this, do yoga five times a week, you know, all kind of things. And for me, I, because I'm so data-driven, I wonder, yeah, but what's the one thing that is going to give me 80% of that 
And then the rest is just like optimizing, right? So because it was early 2017, there was this new diet called the keto diet at the time. And that one seemed so promising. You know, you get your energy back, you lose weight, everything is wonderful and magical in the keto world. So I tried that one out. Three months later, started feeling off again, went to the doctor with a list of lab tests that I wanted to get done. Again, that medical background creeping in and I got those approved. And when I got my results, that was my aha moment. And that's when I realized that my chronic fatigue and brain fog was rooted in severe deficiencies in vitamin B12 and folate. And at the time, it just, I did med school, but I didn't know what folate was. <laughs> so I was like, wait, hold on. What was folate? Like vitamin B9? Like what? This really can cause brain fog and fatigue. So to make things better, my long-term keto diet that was supposed to be a fix for that chronic fatigue and brain fog, whether it did help stabilizing my sugar, my sugar was not really the root cause though. Um, it gave me thyroid imbalances because, and this is something that now we know that long-term uh, full keto diets affect women. But at the time we, we didn't know that. Um, and the doctor, you know, um, actually offered to prescribe medication for, because I also got LDL issues with that keto diet. So um, at the time, it was pretty clear that given that I was healthy before all of this, you know, what I needed is to adjust my diet back, you know, get supplements to fix that vitamin deficiency, specific supplements for that deficiency, for those deficiencies. And then from there, you know, kind of continue my journey to fix my, my brain fog and fatigue. And that was, as I said, my moment where I realized that my whole career, I was working in big tech and, you know, working towards personalization, which is basically you help people shop more by recommending them better products at Amazon or, you know, people who bought this also bought this other thing or making things more engaging like at Instagram or Facebook and of course, entertainment is really important, um, but at the time I did not see those tools that we were creating for those industries, shopping, entertainment, applied to health. Um, and everything felt really generic, data was not truly being applied, everything was really confusing, not transparent. So that's when I decided to quit my career in big tech. Uh, I became the head of engineering of a medical device company, and then eventually, you know, I also saw that by pushing lab technology forward, I was not really solving the problem or bridging the gap in between science and people. And that's when I started BASE. Wow. Thank you. I mean, gosh, I know there's so much that Ali and I are going to want to unpack in what you just shared. But uh, first of all, I think for anyone listening, your, your experience, you know, I think what Ali and I, what our podcast has really evolved into is we really want people to become right. Their own health advocates and really become right. Like educated and informed to make the best choices for their own lives. Right. Which is different for every single person. And I think sometimes there's so much noise on the internet, right? There's so many influencers you can follow. There's so many things you can find on Google and I, I imagine your experience, right. With thinking, oh, keto is the solution or paleo is the solution or plant-based vegan is the solution, I, whatever it may be. 
if you don't know your body, we can sometimes do more harm than good when our intention is to heal ourselves. And so I think what we were really attracted to with base and what we really like about base is it gives you information about your body. And, um, so that you can make better informed choices that aren't trend driven, right? Like, oh, well, my friend does keto and enjoys it. And so I'm going to do it. Or my friend is a vegan, so I'm going to do it or this influencer, et cetera. So I think like knowledge is power. And for so long, I think it's been so difficult. Like you said, like the gap between the science and the person has been really, um, there's just been that really big gap. Right. And so I think creating something like base, I just think is so cool because it does give people the power to make more informed choices about their health and wellness. And I just think that's really exciting. Um, and at such an accessible price point because different things where I know people can, go get labs done, or if they have a good doctor, their doctor will do labs, but, um, it can cost a lot of money. And, and something also that attracted Ali and I to your brand is, is the accessible price point. So yeah, I just, I think it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank so, you so much. Yeah. And um, so speaking of that, you know, now we know a little bit about your background and what led you to that aha moment in your own personal journey about, you know, maybe having done this keto diet for a while, leading to certain vitamin deficiencies for you, which was deeply connected to your fatigue that you were experiencing. Um, and then you made the leap to go out on your own after, you know, after working for big tech and working for this, um, medical company as well. And then, so then you're like jumping into the space of entrepreneurial space too. And I'm curious, you know, that's a big leap. Um, what did you have the concept for base for marrying this sort of consumer friendly consumer facing, um, basically health tool, uh, with the technology background, did you have the idea for it? Can you tell us a little bit about the details of that period of your story as well? And then how you, um, went about forming the company and forming the product? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tie back to, you know, a comment from before that, you know, it's it just uh, about people just going with conflicting advice and not knowing, right. I think it's not only a matter of effort. Effort is definitely needed, but it's not enough. So you need to have effort and know what direction, you know, you should, <laughs> you know, what is really the thing that you need. So unfortunately, you need those two things and not with only effort. Sometimes it's just you're not going to get to where you want to be, uh, which is the sad reality. And I think, you know, um, to answer the, the latter question, for me, the idea it was like, you know, a thing that uh, was progressive. So from that personal journey to like getting those lab results and being that like aha moment and be like, okay, there's something here with this pattern, right? To actually, when I went to work for that medical device company, what it was doing is because as we were working in the lab industry, building a lab uh, device, 
I was testing myself frequently because we also had to collect references for the device that we were building. So you have to like do regular like phlebotomy, like, you know, send that to a lab and then test yourself with any machine too. And it was a lot of testing frequently, like, or regularly. And that's when I started learning a lot about my body with those results. So for example, if I would go um, to work without having breakfast, my cortisol was really stable and my sugar too. If I would have uh, too much coffee, and this is an interesting one too for our members, the relation in between coffee and anxiety and stress, because coffee does could really raise your cortisol levels, especially if you're feeling a bit anxious or stressed out. So if you have too much caffeine, um, it can really, you know, get your cortisol to to be really, really high, which is going to start like at this cycle of anxiety, which is so interesting. Um, and then, you know, like also how at the time, because I was doing cyclical keto, uh, I was doing or drinking a lot of heavy cream as well and doing the bulletproof coffee and all of those things. And that actually um, also altered my HDL and LDL balance. And my testosterone, by the way, was high because, and that can give you some skin issues if your testosterone is high. So it can give you acne and, and other things. So just a, a lot of learnings, right? And that's when I was, when I thought to myself, like, hold on, there's like an, a whole new world here from like, learning how to lose weight to like skin issues, migraines, stress, fatigue, brain fog, and so forth. And that's, you know, how I started thinking about the concept of base. And at the time, there was a company in San Francisco uh, focused on fertility that worked with Quest Diagnostics and also with labs that did test at home. And I, when I saw how they had their operations set up, that's when I put everything together. And that's when the light bulb went off. It's like, hold on, if these people are making lab testing accessible for fertility information, we can do this information also accessible for people that want to lose weight or have chronic stress and just help them, you know, prescribe them tests depending on their symptoms. So we can figure out, you know, what hormone, nutrient or vitamin is off depending on their goals, because you know, getting tested for everything is really expensive. And that's why, like, you know, we managed to get that pricing point down and, and all of that. Um, and, and we got started about two years and a half ago. Yeah. Thank you for sharing a little bit more detail about that. I just, I always find it fascinating kind of how these creative juices start to flow and how that becomes, um, something tangible after mm -hmm. time and what that process is like. Um, yeah. So one thing that for our listeners, you know, who haven't tried base yet, um, one thing that as Erica mentioned, which we thought was unique to, to base, cause there are different at home testing companies, but, um, in addition to the price point, it's very much, I think, um, like customer friendly in the sense that you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be in like the medical field or world. All you have to do is come knowing how you feel and you can take, um, it really is sort of symptom focused in the sense that I could come and say, I'm feeling fatigued. I'm feeling this. I can take a quiz that basically evaluates what my experience is. And then in very simple sort of straightforward ways, 
gives you options for what you want to test for. Are you feeling stressed? Do you feel like you have low energy? Is your libido suffering? Whatever that might be. Are you interested in optimizing your diet? Like you can go and it's very much concepts and things that are very, um, like applicable to real life rather than someone being like, oh, well, I think my cortisol is, is low or, you know, or I think my cortisol is really spiked. Like not everybody has the context for the knowledge of how our hormones work or how, um, they might affect something like sleep. So I think what's kind of cool about it is that it's very, uh, it seems to have this very like user-friendly interface in the experience of starting the process with base. And then there's an app so that when you do get your results, and oftentimes, unless you do all the tests up front, you're going to do tests in different sort of segments over time so that you get a little bit of information in one sitting. Um, And that's something that's easy to digest, I think, for someone who might just want to be a little bit more informed about what's going on with their body. And then eventually over time, you can do something fully comprehensive. You could take that information to your medical practitioner. You could take it to your health coach, your nutritionist, whatever it might be. And then they're also like tips and, um, lifestyle sort of recommendations based on those results. So it seems like very, a very user-friendly interface, which I don't know that I've ever seen before in the testing and at-home testing space. Yeah. 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 And so maybe you can talk us if for anybody who this is their first time hearing about base, can you take us through all the different tracks that individuals can experience and go through and what they can learn about their body through that. I know Allie and I did, um, we did the sex drive and and stress and stress. Yes. And we were able to learn about that, but you have, um, five or four or five different tracks that you can take. So maybe you could walk us through that and who would be a good candidate for each. Yeah. Um, so actually, you know what, like what's more, what's the most popular entry point for members is the quiz. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing like, you know, instead of fitting your needs to an area, what seems to work best for people is like they come in and they tell us like, I am fatigued, I have acne, I have migraines, I suffer from migraines, or um, I, you know, I have a family member that passed away from Alzheimer's and I want to prevent that, or I'm going to go through menopause or pregnancy and I want to be ready for that. So what we are finding is that that personalized entry point where you tell us a bit more about your goals um, and then you know your medical profile if you have any conditions could that could help us adjust that starter test or potentially supplements that could be relevant you know depending on your your answers um, that's what it's working the best for people right because then you know we can have that personalized started test based on their issues and I think, you know, what we are seeing the most with base members in terms of success stories is a lot around uh, chronic fatigue and exhaustion. So, for example, parents that come to us and, you know, they kind of accepted that that's the way that it's supposed to be when you become a parent, to be really tired all the time. And, you know, a lot of the times what we discover is that they have adrenal fatigue. So we've spoken about cortisol being too high, but there are like 
some people have cortisol too low. Uh, so their hormones don't have that energy to power through and they wake up and just from the get-go when they're starting their day, they're super tired. That's usually, you know, coming from adrenal fatigue or, you know, your hormones not being properly adjusted because of your cycle being all over the place. So in that case, you know, there are things that you can do and coffee would be a good option or like, you know, getting, moving around a little bit, trying to go for a walk if possible uh, in the morning, doing high intensity training uh, and other, you know, suggestions would help with, you know, people in that situation To Unfortunately, we see people being really tired because they have pre-diabetes. So in that case, like, you know, their HbA1c is high and that's, you know, because I think Diet Coke is a very common denominator for these people um, or, you know, they, you know, their sugar intake or simply genetics, right? Um, so in that case, we see a lot of people on that boat, which is, it's also like tough news to deliver for the team as well. Because in that case, right, like it's, it's something more serious. That's something that you'll fix and you'll be good for good. Um, you have to actually make sure that you check, uh, you know, your sugar levels um, every six months or so to make sure that you, you know, keep an eye on those. Um, so again, like we have so many different journeys. Uh, we also have a lot of people that want to lose weight. And, and of course, weight loss is a massive industry. It's a really popular um, area and, and symptom for us. People that they've been trying to lose weight, but they have not been successful. And in that case, uh, there are a couple of things to hear that are fairly common. Uh, one of them is, you know, people that fully restrict calories from their diet. And in that case, their uh, testosterone and DHEA hormones, which we've also talked about that, that it's a problem when these two are too high, but if they are too low, this usually happens when you don't give your body any fat or like, you know, you really lower your calorie intake. So now what your body's going to do is going to lower the levels of these, these two hormones, right? Um, and you're not going to be burning fat. We actually call these two the fat burning hormones. So when these two hormones are really low, you're not going to be able to lose those extra pounds from fat that you may want to lose. And that's because you're not giving your body calories. So your body goes into this mode of let's just prevent that, you know, like in the case of not finding food, you know, have enough storage to survive. So at the end of the day, what we do is, you know, to recommend people to introduce some avocados or olive oil to their diet, increase those calories a bit more while maintaining exercise. And usually that's when they start to see their journey uh, towards weight loss being a bit more successful or successful in, in that case. And then we also have people that they cannot manage to lose weight because they have a thyroid issue. Uh, or again, pre-diabetes or sugar management. Um, also people that have really high triglycerides because they, when they start a diet, they eat a lot of fruit um, and then <laughs> their triglycerides go really high. Their leptin levels go high, um, which leptin is the hormone for being hungry. So we call it the hunger hormone. Uh, when you eat a lot of fruit that has fructose, that raises your leptin levels, typically your triglycerides. And again, same thing, you, your weight loss journey will plateau. 
So in that case, we, um, we recommend reducing fruit intake and adjusting with other uh, nutritional and supplements recommendations like omega-3. Um, so, so many paths, right? That's why when we say it's truly not a one size fits all is because we've, we've seen it all from people that, you know, like if your, your problem is that you're eating too much fruit, it's not that you have to eat more, <laughs> but if your problem is like testosterone is super low and DHEA too, maybe you have to introduce some fats to your diet. So again, it really varies and, and depends on your levels, uh, what we would recommend for your goals. Yeah, that's great. It actually shows that how individualized the process is, which again, you know, Erica and I are both integrative nutrition health coaches. I have a focus in hormone health and she and gut health, which are intricately related of course too. And, um, what we, I think what you're speaking to, which I absolutely, we have both come to see and learn throughout our own journeys and working with others is that taking a lot of the guesswork out of it, which I used to do all the time. I would try like an elimination diet and then you add in things back to see how you respond, which can work. But at the same time to like understand what's causing a symptom or bloat, or if it's dietary at all, that type of thing, that's a really, really long process typically. And it's not that that's not effective often, but you're still sort of, there's an there's an element of guesswork in it. So when you have more information about what's going on with you, it can lead you to make educated, educated choices, um, and eliminate a lot of that sort of experimentation in your own journey. And so I, you know, and there's nothing, there's nothing bad about that. Having more information is always better because it helps you make choices that might suit you. As you guys were saying earlier, sometimes that's not a one size fit all. Often times it's not a one size fits all um, approach. So, I mean, as far as like diet in general, if we're talking about general things like eating whole foods, choosing whole foods over processed foods, sure. We can apply that as a one size fits all in the sense that like, no one's going to argue that eating real food versus chemically manufactured in a lab food products, you might have a different experience in the way that you feel. But if someone's pre-diabetic and they have to understand, you know, their sugar spikes and crashes in a way that someone might, someone else might be able to tolerate a little bit more fruit, you know? So it's, it's just illuminating. And I think we're moving into a future that I get excited about where, um, more information is going to be available to individuals and seemingly it's starting to become more accessible, which it hasn't always been. It's definitely not always been affordable. Um, so that's sort of exciting to see as base as a part of that journey towards accessibility for um, individual sort of education about one's self. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. I have been using their baking soda-free deodorant exclusively for over two years. This gentle, aluminum-free, baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. 
When I decided that I wanted to make the switch to a clean aluminum free deodorant, I tried so many different brands and each and every time I was plagued with red itchy bumps under my arms on top of feeling not confident at all that I did not smell. Milk and honey not only never once gave me those pesky red bumps, but also passed the smell test, even after an intense spin and hit class. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. And for our local to Los Angeles listeners, Milk and Honey has the most amazing spa that just opened in Brentwood in West LA after being the go-to spa with multiple locations in Texas for so long. They offer facials, body treatments, massages, and so much more at their beautiful new space. I recently had a massage at the Brentwood location and it was a lovely experience. We are so happy that Milk and Honey Spas are now in LA. And of course, their online boutique is just the best if you aren't local. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female-founded and funded brand, and in addition to clean deodorant, they also carry non-toxic bath, body, and skincare products like hydration creams, cleansers, soaps, body polish, and lots more that will make you feel nourished inside and out. Their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. If you want to try Milk and Honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Can you talk about some of the stories of users who have experienced um, base and gone through this? Like, are there any that really stand out to you that you'd want to share with our audience? Um, Well, I think, you know, one of the ones that was the most shocking to me was with one of our employees. She actually made her story uh, publicly available in our blog. And, and this happened when we were running a, a clinical trial, a use case study for the effect of CBD in sex hormones in partnership with a, a CBD brand. And uh, we were doing this clinical trial for them because what we've, or I've personally observed for myself, there is this drink uh, called Recess. Um, that has CBD on it. And, you know, because I've had issues with my high cortisol before as a founder and CEO, uh, I've noticed that what typically works the best for me is like one of those cans when I'm feeling really stressed at night before going to sleep. And, you know, it's really helpful. So at at the time, um, and I saw how that actually lowers my cortisol. Although, you know, you have to be really careful with CBD because it can lower it too much. And then you go, you go into that adrenal fatigue bucket. So I've also seen that for myself. But um, to go back to the story, we were running a CBD um, in sex hormones trial. So it would go as follows. Um, you measure your sex hormones um, on day one uh, through saliva testing. So you take three samples th- throughout your day. 
on day two, you take CBD gummies. And then on day three, you take CBD gummies and then you, you test yourself as, uh, as well. And then we take that delta in between day one and day three to see that effect on sex hormones. We were going to do actually an event to talk about this partnership with this uh, CBD sex gummies um, brand in Miami. And I was with this employee. And when the results came back, we were, it was a work day. And I usually get looped in into any kind of medical review in the company. And at the time, we got the highest cortisol results to date. It was 3x. Uh, above the upper range of the lab. So really, really high cortisol results. And this was for one of our uh, employees at the time, um, Grace, and, uh, you know, like I immediately turned around and I'm like, Grace, what did you do when you collected your samples? Because, you know, sometimes if you're doing, uh, when you're doing strenuous exercise, your cortisol levels would, you know, would go up to just, you know, to help you power through, release adrenaline, all of that. So I'm like, where are you running on the treadmill while spinning on the tube? What's, what's going on? Um, and because for, you know, for uh, sex hormones or sleep or stress hormones, you collect that via saliva tube and then you mail it back to the lab. So, you know, she was like, no, I was just working. And for me, that was really weird. And I'm like, you know, I recall that she would always say, I have work anxiety, I have work anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, like everyone, she's like, no, no, I have work anxiety. I get medication for it. So at the time, um, you know, we, of course, uh, hop on a call with the, with the doctor and um, just revise her up recommendations to make sure that there was nothing, you know, beyond that too. And of course, you know, she at the time had five cups of coffee a day. So I, you know, the, the, the first thing uh, popping up was to quit coffee intake and just to, you know, migrate to other things like tea, just water um, and a few other things. So she started incorporating these recommendations, lifestyle and nutritional uh, and for sure quitting coffee. And shortly after, a few months after, she was off her anxiety medication. And that was like a, a wild, uh, a wild journey for everyone because, you know, she got really frustrated as to why her psychiatrist never prescribed or her therapist never prompted her to do a cortisol test. So she could also check those stress hormones and how her nutritional and lifestyle decisions were actually impacting that. That was just like creating that loop back to her anxiety because when cortisol goes up, it would make you more anxious, right? So at the end of the day, um, that's something that, you know, she learned through a random <laughs> CBD effect on sex hormones uh, use case study. Um, and that was, you know, one of the things that for us, uh, it was really important to see how, you know, we can even go as far as to help someone scale back their prescription. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. I I love hearing anecdotes like that, where it might not have been the initial, um, purpose, but it was sort of a, a happy accident to sort of understand this. And then she could adjust, you know, so much is, um, I think so much of lifestyle and choices affect 
the way we feel. But as you, I think, beautifully shared in that story, we don't always know that. We don't always know that something that is, you know, as common as drinking coffee or the idea of like, oh, I need another cup because to power through that idea of it's like coffee is not bad for me. You know, there's all this stuff, but it's like, what is the effect that it's actually having on you? And is it even related to anxiety? And that's something, you know, and so putting those little puzzle pieces together for this particular person, I'm sure what it sounds like was life-changing. And those are little, you know, those are little puzzle pieces, but in the grand scheme of things, once he or she was able to put them together, it's like, how the fact that the anxiety that was just normalized is able, like how, how much impact that could have on our daily life after, after having that information and, and people listening might think that giving up coffee, including myself, cause I'm, I'm a big fan of coffee. Um, you know, sounds, sounds like it's not, you know, possible, but there is a huge difference between maybe five cups a day versus one cup a day and what that can do to your life. You know, So um, I think it's just a really good story to share because I love that she was able to get off her, her medication too. And, you know, obviously there's a time and place for that, but if it wasn't something she wanted to be on for the rest of her life to have um, to no longer have that sort of ailment from it, it's really, it's an empowering thing. So thank you for sharing that story. And I even find, you know, when you, um, even if you have, like, I do feel like Ali and I, right. Like we are health coaches. We have this understanding. I'm sure some of our listeners feel very in tune with their body or their needs. I still even think it's pretty, um, opening, reassuring, validating, informative. I think we should never stop like searching for education for ourselves and our bodies, especially because our bodies are constantly changing. And I know, um, Allie and I talk about this quite often, but you know, we've all been living through a pandemic. We're about to go into our third year in March, right. Of the pandemic and, um, or year two, right. Like this is the third year of the pandemic. See time, time. it will be, it will be going into year three time. Yeah. And regardless, right. Like regardless of the way you choose to live your life or the way the pandemic continues to affect you. I think just living in society today, we've all been under such chronic stress in a way that, um, maybe we haven't been before. And the more knowledge that we can get for ourselves, even if we feel like we have a baseline understanding of our needs or our diet or our energy. Um, it's pretty eye-opening and Ali and I too, like even with all the knowledge and understanding we have about our own health, we're very excited to get even more knowledge and understanding about how the last couple of years have affected our bodies and the changes that, that we've gone through. And, and so I think too, it's, and that's what I like as well, which I know we've touched on, but it's, it's, it's not just one and done, right? Like you go through steps, you get, you know, um, you, you have different, um, tests and we've been through one, one round so far, Ali and I, so we're excited to continue, but it's much more digestible. It's easier. And you can see the changes you're able to make or how your body is changing through different, different cycles of life. And, and yeah, I just, I love, I love knowledge and education about my body. And it's something that, um, I, I want 
everyone to be able to have too, because it's beyond just being so empowering. It's, um, it's very, very important, right. In terms of like our health, right. Like actually like understanding our health and being able to take it to our next doctor's appointment or our yearly physical or whatever it is. It's, um, it's just very, it's very important and everybody should have the ability to understand their own body from like a internal cellular level for sure. Something you said earlier that uh, stuck out with me too, was that you were feeling brain fog. You were feeling these symptoms and one thing, maybe because it was your background in medicine initially that you had this curiosity about the body and about your body was that you didn't normalize it. You went and you, um, sought more information for yourself. And I do think that oftentimes we are taught to just deal, you know, or not trust that something might feel off, not trust our inner sense of, I don't know, our intuition or whatever it might be telling us like, Oh, I'm tired all the time. As you were explaining with that, those parents, right. It was like, Oh, well, I'm just supposed to be tired because I'm a parent. Um, and yes, there's some truth in that, like lifestyle does change, but are you supposed to normalize having no energy? Um, and so this concept of seeking more information that we keep going back to seeking more education is I think a gift that we can, if, if we're privileged enough to have access to it, a gift that we can give ourselves because to normalize, not feeling great, like what, why, you know, I think it's, um, we do live in burnout culture. I do think that's shifting a little bit. I think it's been a byproduct of a couple years in a global pandemic, um, waking up to that idea. But, um, there was something in you that said, Hey, I, I don't think I want to feel this way. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be massive symptoms or overt, you know, like, intense illness. It might feel like low energy. It might feel like poor sleep. It might feel like bad skin, whatever that might be, but to not have to normalize that for ourselves, um, and having additional tools in the world to help, to help that process, I think is really important part of our sort of collective movement towards seeking feeling better. So Yeah. Thank you for creating base and thank you for being a part of that, you know, the innovation and we need it, um, in order to continue on that. Yeah. Yeah. But certainly there is a trend, um, about people demanding things more personalized and cater Mm -hmm. to them now, right? Like now when things are not personalized or too generic, or we get a chat you get annoyed, right? Like, Hey, I want something that is tailored to me. And I want things to be transparent and to work more fluidly. And if a screen doesn't load on our phone for five seconds, we lose it because why is it not loading ASAP? So again, I think that now our culture is shifting as well towards the things that we demand and crave. And it's just part of evolution. It's not that we are, I don't think that we are becoming more brats. Uh, It's just our (laughs) expectations are changing because products are changing. So you expect things to be, uh, you know, at that standard or level. And I think that health and wellness has a lot of room for improvement and a lot of opportunities now to, you know, open up 
uh, make the industry more transparent, accessible, personalized for users. Yeah. It's tricky because it's not like entertainment and shopping. There are a lot of risks and technology cannot come and, you know, take over because, you know, doctors should still supervise the technology and, you know, make sure that things are not, you know, an algorithm is not taking care of you. It's like similar to self-driving cars. It's a similar approach where you can get a tool that can get really smart, yeah. but you still have to have your hands on the wheel uh, instead of letting it fully drive you, it's nice because, you know, you don't have to do that much work. So similar for a doctor, the idea is to help doctors scale, mm-hmm. right, to put their brains in, in, in this type of technology. So then it's very affordable and scalable. And instead of having to pay $300 for a functional medicine doctor visit, you know, especially at the beginning that you just go in to get tests prescribed, you know, we can already do that for free using, you know, this quest technology, right? Where yeah. we are going to be able to like predict what could be out. And then, uh, you know, if you want to revise your results with a health coach, you know, maybe you can afford a functional medicine doctor, but if not, you can do a health coach and you can book that through our app too. So there are certain things that now we are opening up and, and, and expanding yeah. as our user base continues to grow that we are super excited about because, you know, it's, it's about time. Yeah, absolutely. So as we start to wrap up, we always ask all of our guests three questions. Um, so the first one is, I'm, I'm curious to hear your answer is uh, as a busy, you know, CEO and uh, founder of base, how do you take care of yourself? What does your daily self-care practice look like? And do you have any non-negotiables? Non-negotiables are, well, sleeping for sure. And that's one of them. Sometimes I have to go under six hours of, I have to go with, you know, six hours or less of sleep, but that's rare. And if you have to do it, you can do it. If it's just one day, if it's consistent, I would not be able to do so especially with my kind of job, like it's really hard to be on and be functioning properly <laughs> with, you know, no sleep or, you know, not a great night night of sleep. I haven't not exercised in a really long time. So I've been exercising for the past four or five years regularly. Of course, you go through phases where maybe in a week, I only get one workout in or in a month, three workouts in or or something, you know, like not usual because things are busy or I'm traveling and that's okay. I'm not the kind of person that gets antsy. If I'm not working out, I just like do it naturally. Um, and then, you know, then I go on and off. It really, I, I really rely on base for my supplements because in generally I am of the opinion that a lot of people should supplement with vitamin D because we see so much, you know, vitamin D deficiency around, like it's just so common for people to be deficient in vitamin D and that's correlated with energy, uh, getting sick more often, like a million things. Also like new studies in, in the correlation of COVID and vitamin D deficiency. So um, generally like that's one of my most common supplements, but I've spent a few months in Miami in 2021. I actually didn't need vitamin D supplementation in that case because my levels were good. Um, and then other than that, eating well, um, I don't, especially if I'm working, I always stay away from pasta or pizza during a work day. 
So those are my non-negotiables. And then the rest, I, I go through cycles and phases and I write them as they come. The next question we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? Being transparent and say what you have to say without being scared or with no fear of the consequences. So if you want to pursue something and and you want to go after something instead of being scared, like what if I fail? What people, what what are people going to think about me, uh, of me? Right. So that's for me being courageous is like, I want to do this. I believe in this. And even if I'm the only one, I just, you know, that's what I'm passionate about. So I'm just going to go and try it and see what's, what's happened, what's going to happen. Or I have to tell you something, this is bothering me. And I'm just going to give you that feedback. And I'm just going to speak from a you know, with a lot of kindness, but a lot of truth as to like, hey, this is bothering me or like, this is not working. This relationship is not working. You know, this is how I'm feeling about it. And then, you know, taking it from there. So that's what being courageous means to me. Thank you. And then the final one is, do you have a book recommendation? And it can be on any topic, just something that's meant something to you along the course of your journey. Mm. That's a good one. So my favorite book of all times is The Alchemist. Because, you know, on that topic of being courageous, <laughs> it's um, it's a book that really, you know, it's magical to me because you have books that are about self-help or like that are good, but it's like more like theory or like reading other people's stories or like they're more heavy. So they are like harder to digest. But the beauty of the alchemist is like you tell through a story, you're giving people a lot of key messages, you know, across the book that are so good that actually not until I read it for the second or the third time, I truly understood what an alchemist is, even though like you mentioned, you, you get it at different levels uh, throughout your life and journey. So that's, that, that's the book that I, I'm going to pick. Thank you. That's actually a common um, recommendation on this podcast. So um, thank you. Thank you. So if anyone wants to find you, follow you, try base, where can they do all of those things? Yes. So we are on Instagram at get underscore base or get dash base.com on our website or blog as well. We publish tons of interesting stories and content in uh, our newsletter. Actually, you can subscribe to our quiz or, you know, the footer of the page, same thing. Indeed, if you send us a message through customer service or DMs on Instagram, I'm usually subscribed to all of those. I know tons of recommendations, uh, tons of notifications a day, uh, but I generally love to keep an eye at like what's going or coming through customer service because it's really important to me. So that's where people can find us. So get dash base.com or on Instagram, get underscore base. Great. Thank you so much. We'll link all of those in our show notes. And thanks again for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. 
Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.